Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, I'm Julianne. I'm an addict. My clean date is 18 December 2006. My area is London Northwest. My home group is the 10 a.m. Tuesday morning topic meeting. 8 June. Anonymity connects us. Addiction makes us one of a kind. Our personal stories may vary in individual pattern, but in the end, we all have the same thing in common. This common illness or disorder is addiction. Basic text, chapter 8, we do recover. By the time most of us show up to our first Narcotics Anonymous meetings, We are pros when it comes to the difference game. Within moments of meeting someone new, we can fire off a list of ways that we are both better and worse than they are, ways in which their opinions, concerns, and experiences have no bearing whatsoever on our lives and problems. But something strange happens to most of us when we sit through an NA meeting. Whether it happens right away or after months or years, we look around a room full of people who are nothing like us And we begin to realize that we are sitting in a room full of people who are exactly like us. We might not even realize it at the time, but an anonymity is what flips that switch. Addiction comes with its own strain of terror and desperation that we recognize when we hear each other share. We suffer the pain of wanting to stop using but not knowing how, of wanting to stop disappointing the people in our lives but seeing no other choice of wanting to stop waking up disappointed in ourselves again. And yet here we are, sick and tired of being sick and tired. We hear our fellow addicts share these experiences, experiences we know so well, and we know we are in the right place. For some of us, connecting to any members on the level of pain and suffering is the first time in a long, long time that we have felt any connection to other people. But it doesn't stop there. First, we have only addiction in common. But when we stay and work the program, we soon have recovery in common too. When we practice anonymity, we're able to have a greater empathy and compassion for those around us. We see our sameness. Our sense of connection with other NA members keeps growing. We meet members from other areas, cities, and countries. They share differently, but the message is the same. We have never met, but we know each other intimately. Such is the blessing of being an addict in recovery. Anonymity connects us all. Addiction separates me from other people and from myself. To reconnect, I will acknowledge what I have in common with other recovering addicts today and reach out to them. Thank you for letting me read today.
All right, folks, welcome back, everybody. This is June 8th, and I'm here with Fahad B. What's up, Fahad? Hey, what's up, Douglas? How are you? I'm good, brother. Thanks for jumping on. So, Fahad, tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and uh, give your home group a shout-out, please. All right. Uh, my name is Fahad. After one week, I will celebrate one year full of recovery. One birthday cake, and... baby. One birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about that. And my home group is... Uh, it's called Al-Tasama, which translate means the forgiveness group here in Kuwait. Shout out to Kuwait City and the home group. Beautiful, and, bro. And um, just feeling so blessed, excited. And I'm ready to give you my take about this. All right, text. so here we go, man. Let's go. For the folks listening, we're, uh, Fod's going to share his, his thoughts on anonymity connects us. All right. So in the past, I used to have no money, no car, no family, no friends. And I used to sit like with literally any person in this world, doesn't matter who they're from, as long as they got the substance I'm looking for so I could use. But today with the recovery, and I like that quote in the text, it says, we are pros at the difference game. I could, like, when I first came into the NA meeting, I was like, nobody's the same as me. Like, they're so different. Uh, like, physically, even spiritually, they don't have the same story that I, and the same, like, thought process that I'm going through. But as the days advance, and as I, like, had an open mind and tried to relate, I realized we are exactly the same in our addiction. And it's very, like, interesting, very, like, shocking to discover that. But once I realized that, I had faith that the steps as a solution. It's what I've been looking for my entire life. And I'm so blessed that God, like, made me found those steps because it changed my whole life. So anonymity, uh, I like to see it as a filter. Because of my addiction, I lie, I manipulate, I deceive um, I get into these very negative, self-destructive thought patterns. So anonymity is like a filter. It takes away all these things and just focus on the good stuff. So when I'm doing something, I'm not doing it because I want to show the people, like, I want people to know who I am. I want to, like, gain recognition. I want to, uh, like, all these things that, that are not really useful. I'm just doing it for the sake of goodness. Uh, this is what I learned from the program is when I love myself and, and have a really pure intention that tends to translate with my actions and it tends to uh, like gravitate or just pull the new coming members. So for example, if a new member is coming and he sees me smiling and just genuinely caring about it and not doing it because I want, I want everyone to see what I'm doing, just doing it for the sake of it, then he'll feel welcomed. Because in the past, as you can, as you know, like addiction was a nightmare. I didn't feel welcome anywhere. I, I was, I had severe trouble with the law and like the jail time and uh, like losing my scholarship and my family living in the street. It was such a hard time. 
so to find a community, the NA, as like we're connecting from all over around the world, which is crazy. Think about it. And just generally caring about each other. That is something special. It's very well, did you let me dig in on that part. Did you did you have and, and I identify with what you're talking about when I got clean? I was the the youngest person in in all the meetings that I was going to. I got clean at 16 and I was looking around and there was just like, you know, just I mean, they're they're the age I am now, you know. So I was thinking, but these old people, man, you know, this and that. And and so, and you're right, but we'll we'll pick anything out to say, hey, I'm different in this way, I'm different in that way, I'm different in this way. And and what happened for me was, man, when I heard people talking about how desperate they were to get high. I was like, God, that's me, man. That's like, we became the same immediately right there. And then, and then I started seeing, okay, well, if you're doing this to stay clean, I'm doing it too. And then I started seeing like what our readings talking about is like, oh, we have more in common than just being desperate to get, to get high. I mean, we have this desperation and this passion about staying clean, you know, and connecting on, on, on that piece. But, but let me ask you this. So, so you got clean and you're you're going to meetings. Were there some in this looking at it from the backdrop of this anonymity connects us? What happens when you identify a person in the in the meeting that maybe your religions don't line up, maybe your you know your political views don't line up, maybe you know whatever whatever that is that it's like hey we're different in here. How do you navigate that relationship so you can still? embrace that person they can still embrace you what does that look like all right so um it's kind of a challenge here in the kuwaiti society because it's, it's a very traditional conservative society but once we're in the na room we have the tra- traditions what we call the taqali so traditions we don't judge anyone for their political view their ideology their race once we're in that room, we're all connected of our illness. Maybe I have, maybe that guy is not good. Maybe I'm not good, but we're united by our sickness. We all have flaws. We're all imperfect. imperfect. So I, I try my best to put that aside and try to connect because we're all suffering. No matter how many problems we got, or I just try to focus on that part. So yeah, that's what I got to say. So what about reaching out to people? What does that look like for you? So you, talk, you, you, you talked about new members coming in and you embrace them with a smile, right? That attraction rather than promotion piece. And that's beautiful, man. That's, uh, um, yeah, it's really nice to hear, you know, to, to hear you talking about that. If, how are you being received when you, when you approach, you know, when you approach a, a newer member and you're like, hey, man, look, we got some freedom here. Let me show you how to get it, you know? Because it's always, it's always, it's always neat to watch that of, of uh, it's, it's almost like one extreme to the next, right? One, one person, man, fuck this, you know, I gotta be here, you know, and it, it, maybe another person is like, yeah, yeah, give me what you got. Let me, let me hear sure. this. How's that been for you? All right. So positivity is contagious. And I just, just like I told you, like we came from like hell, we came from mayhem self-destruction world so to see that positivity and being embraced it's such a good feeling you know and that's what the new member needs 
it needs it needs love it needs uh, affection it needs somebody actually cares somebody like people who are there like for them not for their money for for their status just like generally human being and you got that sickness addiction so we 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 just welcome them like give them a coffee and that special hug and we give them like that list of the numbers of all the members and and tell them you can contact us literally anytime and talk about anything you want and we're always there to help and so it's all about spreading the message just like how i got that love and i'm giving it back you know and in our Share with us, are you sponsoring anybody now? Like what does giving back, are you setting up meetings? Could you share and say, hey, this is how I'm being connected. This is how I'm serving in the program. Well, to be honest, I'm not uh, sponsoring anyone, uh, but I'm planning to like, because I'm still finishing up my studies in university. So I'm focusing on that, but I'm always uh, providing service to my home group. Um, uh, by the way, I'm the Kuwait uh, editor, the magazine, the NA magazine. So we just published the magazine. So check it out if you're. Bro, that's awesome. Is it, is it in English? Yeah. It's uh, in English and Arabic. And the new edition is going to have English, Arabic, and Persian, uh, Iran, you know? It's beautiful, man. And so, and so, and that's a platform to, to reach addicts there. What, what does. Uh, what does your virtual meeting to in-person meeting look like now? Are you folks, what we're experiencing here in the States, we're, we're seeing a lot of, we're swinging back to in-person like big time. Um, so are, are you folks kind of kind of in the same position there? Well, obviously during the Corona period, it was heavily emphasized on the virtual meetings. Right. And then after, after that, we're back to just like you said, the in-person meetings, but there are still groups who operate on the virtual meetings. Uh, obviously, I personally prefer the person-to-person -person meetings so you can like actually be there and feel like everything physically. And um, But still, I'm not disregarding the virtual meeting. It has its utmost importance. Uh, they're both equally important. And uh, it's about listening and letting out your share and just like, just like we say, you know, just, just for today, you know. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste. And God bless. Mm -hmm.